0: The Operations Leadership Podcast with Goten Basu provides insights for today's business leaders on creating value through operations improvement, process excellence, digital innovation, and organizational leadership. Our guest for this episode of the Operations Leadership Podcast is Marco Kula. Marco is the head of the Information Services Management Department and a professor of logistics at the Alto University's School of Business. This interview is all about airport logistics, some of the factors that are influencing and impacting the industry, as well as some of the trends of digitalization that are influencing the air cargo operations. If you like what you're hearing with this podcast series, we kindly ask you to hit the subscribe button, and without further ado, here is the interview with Marco Kula. Enjoy. Hello Marco and welcome to the Operations Leadership Podcast.
1: Thank you Gautam. It is good to be here. Great.
0: Could you uh, tell us a little bit about your background and experience and role at Alto University?
1: Oh, I have been in uh, around Alto University more than 40 years. First as a master student after that, uh, doctoral student. Then I think that uh, it was 93 I doctorate. And uh, before that, I already uh, have been here, lecturer in, in management science. And then you get the position of uh, CIO for uh, business school. After that, I have been professor in logistics. Very soon after that, I think that uh, 2000 uh, two or three. I, I, I was also the head of the Department of Information and uh, Service Management. ISM. Yes. And currently I am also holding the position as, uh, as the head of uh, the professor council for Holte Alto University.
0: Okay. Very, very experienced. And it sounds like you are... A lifer at Alto University. Very good. So I also know, Marco, that you are an expert in airport uh, logistics. So could you enlighten us a little bit on the topic of really the key elements that make airport operations efficient and effective in terms of maybe cost or service level or turnaround, either cargo or passenger traffic? What are some of the key elements that uh, make this airport operations effective?
1: If we look at the airport operations uh, in whole, uh, first of all, it is uh, crucially important uh, to, to Finland and uh, also other, other countries, but especially Finland, uh, we are like an, uh, island in somewhere north. And uh, if you look at uh, the effectiveness of the airport services, it means that the airport should be planned so that they are able to take care of the big passenger flows and how it is built uh, up. It's uh, it's also helping the uh, uh, companies to to operate there. But as we know, the passenger uh, traffic is only one part of the uh, uh, business uh, business of the the, uh, companies. They have also to... uh, be able to handle the cargo and, uh, and cargo is uh, always under the passenger seats. So the same plane when, when going to somewhere is, uh, is, uh, is taking full load of passengers, but also it is very crucial to them to, to get good load of, of cargo. And, uh, and how the airports are then planned uh, to fulfill that. There should be possibilities to have easy way to uh, handle the, the cargo same time when you are loading also the passengers and their packages and uh, luggage and so on. So how did this the, it, uh, it is handled, uh, it is somehow optimized also in, for example, in Helsinki-Vanta. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And, and I guess there's multiple folks or companies within the ecosystem. There's the terminal operator, there's the air, airlines, there's also the cargo and the passenger, uh, let's say crews, uh, to help turn around the aircraft. So it's like an ecosystem, isn't it?
1: Yeah, this is correct. And uh, if you look at, for example, helsinki vanta there are the ground operators, uh, operators, there are several of them, not only one. Uh, and And then, of course... There are several air companies uh, uh, working there so so there has to be also spaces for each of them and how they are then uh, able to use their uh, uh, own equipment there and so on. Mm-hmm. Now they are not pooling the equipment. Every, every operator do have their own.
0: Oh okay. It, it, that's interesting because it would make sense to kind of pull some of the equipment to g- gain some of the efficiencies um, if you look airport, airport-wise. airport yeah,
1: agree totally. It is important to, to understand the, the uh, needed space, for example, uh, in the run, uh, close to the runway uh, or, or where the parking area is for the airplane, airplanes. If there are too many... Mm-hmm. operators and too many uh, fleets of, of different devices. Right. Of course, it, it is more difficult. And currently, one of the big problems or issue is how to then uh, make, uh, make the operations much uh, more sustainable mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and maybe also to electrify, for example, the devices there.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and that leads me to my next question is, you know, what is your view on the current state of airports here in Finland and even globally Uh, due to multiple factors? Of course, we are now recovered from the COVID, but there's the um, post-COVID elements. There's also the right next door, the... uh, Russian situation with the Ukraine that has uh, affected uh, some of the routes uh, here in Finland. but And now you just mentioned sustainability. So how do you see you know, airports and the whole ecosystem? How, how has that been impacting based on all of these different factors?
1: I think that the uh, post-COVID situation is uh, challenging because now uh, the all the airports in Europe are uh, sort of coming back to the normal. What is the normal? It is always a question, but still the volumes are already now very big and, uh, and, uh, and then we have still problems with uh, some COVID uh, situations, for example, how to take care of the travel from China to Europe. There are coming new COVID variants from China and, uh, and also from the USA. Should uh, we have special treatment for them or not, it is under the uh, debate currently. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean that the passenger flows and, uh, and uh, cargo flows are all the time increasing. And, uh, and we are almost already in the situation that we had in uh, uh, or before COVID. Okay. Not maybe in Finland, but the European-wise, if we are looking the airports, uh, there. The Finnish speciality is the Russian situation. Right. right. Helsinki-Vanta used, be, used to be the closest uh, airport uh, from European community to Chinese or Japanese or Korean cities. Right. Currently, it is not anymore the case. We have to round Russia. Mm-hmm. And uh, this affects of course to the cargo flows in, in helsinki Vanta, for example.
0: Right, so that, that was really the northern route that was used and that went through Russia. So uh, what are, what, which, how are the, uh, the, plan, the planes being routed now uh, previous to the, the geopolitical situation? Um, how are they routed now and what is the impact, for example, on the lead time?
1: Yeah, this is uh, depending on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the planes are going to the northern side. So, North Poland uh, and then uh, to Japan or or Korea. uh, The other roads are going under uh, Russia and it means that they have to fly southern road. Mm -hmm. Now, it is uh, also the situation that more and more the Chinese airports are opening and uh, and then there are possibilities to fly also there.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I guess the, as you mentioned, that in Europe, Finland was the hub uh, because of the, the close routes, taking the northern route to Asia. Now, because of the situation, they're, they're having to reroute these aircraft and it's creating lots of uh, longer lead times. so the competitive advantage may be kind of threatened.
1: Yeah, this is true. It's, uh, it's so that um, before COVID, Finnair was the only air company in Finland that had the possibility to fly uh, far east uh, and come back in one day time. Mm-hmm. Currently, it is not anymore possible. It takes some 14 hours to, to fly there and uh, before COVID, it, it was less, okay. much less.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a bit of a shame because that, that was a competitive advantage for Helsinki Vanta. Maybe switching a little bit different topic, uh, could you explain a little bit of what the role of digital and advanced analytics would be in airport
1: operations? This is important question and how, how the uh, air companies uh, could uh, use the digitalization more. Actually, they are using already quite much. But the problem is that uh their IT systems are not still now connected to, uh, for example, the customs, uh, their customers or or, uh, freight forwarders, etc. And because of that, there are a lot of manual work in between. However, it is to remember that uh, the passenger side has been already tens of years almost totally uh, uh, digitalized and, mm-hmm. uh, and now the problem is in the cargo side. Right,
0: right. Yeah, I, I can imagine that the passenger side was uh, much more mature on the digitalization. Now the cargo side is starting to catch up. So uh, what what are the kind of interesting technologies or uh, analytics solutions that you see being employed uh, in the airport uh, sector?
1: I think that the most interesting, uh, important would be, first of all, to get, uh, the, for example, all, all the cargo uh, uh, related materials, uh, documents, uh, to uh, digitalized, so that the flow of, of the documents would go smoothly from one point uh, to another point. Mm-hmm. And this is difficult, because there are so many actors if we look at, for example, only the authorities, if we are looking the air cargo, uh, it is uh, first in the Finland, we have customs, we have uh, police, we have- uh, Tanks. Yeah, many other places, mm. but it is also in the other end. Right. So that uh, there should be easy way to transfer the papers or, or documents in electronic, uh, electronic format. Right.
0: And this would be things like airway bills and, and whatnot that has all of the information there on the, the cargo that's being shipped. Yes. Yes. And and do you see, for example, technologies such as a blockchain-based uh, technology being utilized for this exchange on a distributed ledger perhaps for,
1: for, for this purpose? It could be one possibility to make uh, it more secure. I mean that you are not able to change anything if it is that kind of blockchain-based system. However, blockchain is, is uh, at the beginning not necessarily the, the first thing to develop. Might be that it would be much better to concentrate on the APIs and uh, uniform uh, form a little bit the railway bills and maybe the other modes of transportation. Right. Because there are the, the, uh, the cargo is many times coming uh, from uh, 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 trucks to, to helsinki for example. Or vice versa. It is, it is uh, uh, transported from the airport to uh, Middle Europe using first truck, then ship, and, and then maybe truck or, or maybe railway. Mm-hmm. And all of them have own documentation.
0: Right, and what is the status of, for example, this IATA, this International Air Transport Association, with the standardization of an airway bill? I understood there is like fifty three or fifty four elements there that need to be there from the shipper and consignee to the weight and this and that. But is is that now on its way to be standardized?
1: Sort of yes. Uh, it is not yet done, but, uh, but I mean that, uh, uh, for example, Helsing, uh, Finland is not the only country that have the same problem. Right. This is global problem, uh, problem, and then there are many initiatives. For example, the European community has had their own initiative to really digitalize that kind of uh, documents, and then there are some business... Uh, Businesses that are also doing it or 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 trying to do it and so on, but it is work that is uh, ongoing all the time. Right, right.
0: And and how would you say the? Because you mentioned a little bit about the passenger versus cargo operations, and let's say the maturity uh, of digital digitalization. So, when do you think the cargo operations will kind of catch up to the? let's say passenger traffic, do you see that evolving quickly or there's many years behind or how do you see that?
1: I would like to see it happening soon. Okay. However, there are so many players and uh, so many uh, different areas uh, where, where the airliners are working. For example, China, Europe, Europe, USA, USA, China, etc. And all of them have their own uh, initiatives. I think that to unify them, uh, uh, all that kind of thing should go uh, via IATA or, or some other organizations. IATA is active, but then there is also, um, how to say, conflicting interest between different actors or countries and so on. Right.
0: Right. It sounds sounds like a bit of a standards issue. So yeah. Having,
1: yeah, and actually, who standards we are willing to follow? Right. And right. Uh, everybody agrees, um, or mostly, it is agreed that there exists problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there is a problem, but uh, how how we go to solve it? I guess people yeah. have different different opinions about that. Well, hopefully, that will get sorted. Uh, Maybe moving on to another question. Uh, I understood that there was a project from Alto University and some of the master's students. It was around the managing or planning the flows, material flows within the uh, Helsinki Vanta. So could you tell us a little bit more about that project and how the students actually engaged with the airport
1: yeah, it was, uh, the project uh, was uh, uh, done last year, and, uh, and uh, we had a very good three-people student group who got the assignment for, uh, from Finevia. Finevia is operating the Helsinki Vanta uh, airport. And the problem was that there are, uh, first of all, there, there are now big renovations inside the airport. And, uh, and then our students were looking how the material flows of different uh, actors inside the uh, 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 in inside the uh, building is is working and uh, and then also looking at what should be done to, to make it much more smooth and uh, there are uh, so that, uh, The shops and cafeterias inside the airport building, they have a little bit different objectives, what to do, and and what kind of material flows they do have. Mm -hmm. For example, bookshops or the kiosks there, their material flows are much less than, for example, the big restaurants there. And then there are uh, material flows that are, coming in, but there are also the reserve uh, way. They are sending back the empty bottles and trash and so on. Right, right. And, and, and then uh, looking at the distances also there, the, uh, the whole um, airport building, I think that it is something like a little bit less than one kilometer long. And how to travel there and how to to then select the correct uh, uh, doors or or ways to go out. And uh, and then same actor may have uh, uh, different places, their own cafeterias or so. So they serve them same time or make different material flows or, or so. And then... To make it a little bit more easy, the student had to also to think uh, or, or, or investigate that where to store. The, the companies do have also uh, uh, somewhere else than in their own shops uh, inventory places or warehousing possibilities. And then to make it also a little bit more simple, some of the goods should be stored uh, in in uh, uh, in in spaces very schooling possible, and some other n- uh, don't have it, and always there is tardiness of that kind of spaces and how to then finavia is is um, uh, offering the spaces to different actors. I think that the students were excellent. Mm. They made very good work there. Right. And, uh, first describing the the ways and then finding the bottlenecks where the the, the flows are not uh, working the best possible way and, uh, and then also to find solution what should they, uh, the companies do to to get uh, the, the material flows working of course there is also the problem that uh, uh, it is secure area hold the, airport building yeah all the cargo that coming there should be controlled you uh, you are not allowed to bring what, uh, whatever there and that's why the security company is also watching the, the, the material flows right right
0: so how long was this uh, project
1: it takes some uh, if I recall correctly uh, two months or, or two okay. and a half months.
0: And so interesting. I think this is a, a nice way for, let's say, some of the master's students to get some practical, real-life knowledge of these uh, operations. So that that's great. And I also saw there was a bit of press and, and good feedback on, on this project. So good good stuff. How do you see the role of airports evolving
1: in the next five years? I think that their importance is all the time growing. And uh, then, for example, now uh, helsinki vantaa is still uh, in a good position. Why? It is because uh, the European airports, big airports like Heathrow, uh, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Frankfurt, etc. Their problem is that their capacities. Full. They are not able to take uh, many new uh, airliners or, or, or uh, cargo things. In Helsinki, Helsinki airport, uh, it is so that uh, you can handle the cargo much faster than in the other uh, airports. And uh, if the digitalization is uh, advancing, it, uh, it would be also possible to shorten the time uh, that is required for the uh, uh, in, uh, inside the, the airport. I mean that the customers could all already make uh, all the decla- uh, declaration or the companies with the customs make the declarations when the plane is pl- uh, flying. And only in, uh, in that kind of control purposes they might uh, make some sampling and, uh, and uh, look at that, uh, all the Cargo that, uh, that is uh, in the documents are really there and there is nothing extras. Nowadays, they have to wait a little bit before they can go further from the, the gates. But in Helsinki already now, the cargo is uh, passing by the, the control much faster than in many other airports in Europe. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, advantage for for the, the airport and uh, Helsinki is big enough to handle what kind of airplanes uh, there are coming and going all right all
0: right and, and and i guess that that would give a competitive advantage if the turnaround times are are quicker in uh, Helsinki uh, you know especially that there's still capacity uh, available um, good and Uh, Maybe a final question is that uh, as you're the head of the department at uh, information services management and also very active in the logistics and supply chain uh, uh, field, is there anything that you want to say to, let's say, potential operations leaders or, let's say, potential folks that want to uh, apply to Alto?
1: Yeah, I mean that uh, we have different uh, uh, type of offerings. For example, uh, the master's level and bachelor level uh, system is working very nicely. The, the, we are actually expanding our offering all the time and uh, also intake is growing. So that uh, now our department is one of the... Uh, most popular departments in whole business school and it is because of the digitalization, uh, artificial intelligence and uh, information systems and uh, uh, logistics or supply chain related uh, work possibilities also. But then we have also new uh, offerings uh, in in, the life learning side. And it could be very good to also look at our offerings and, uh, and look at how to, how to uh, uh, be able to, to get more information and more, uh, maybe to take only one or two courses from our offerings. Mm-hmm. Great. Great stuff.
0: So there's there's not only for the master's level students, but also for executives as well that want to continue their life. Yes.
1: yes. And, uh, and then, of course, we have the do- doctoral level system, but uh, it is only for some people. Yes. It is not mass production. <laughs> Got it.
0: All right. Excellent. So thank you very much, Marco, for your time.
1: Take care. Thank you, gautam
0: That's it for this episode of the Operations Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Gautam Basu. If you like what you're listening to with this podcast series, then please hit subscribe. And until next time.